Boston Three Party. We haven't done this show in like probably eight months or something like that. Um, I'm stepping in for Philly because he's out on the town. Um, but yeah, we're here with Austin and TH. Thank you guys for being here. Um, normally it's going to be Philly, Austin, TH, and I'll come in whenever. But yeah, I'm going to be running the show for tonight. Uh, we got a fun episode. We're going to be talking about some NBA Would You Rathers. Starting off, uh, TH, we're going to start with you and then we'll go to Austin. We're going to do some NBA Would You Rathers and we're going to use Jason Tatum as the key player. So, first off, TH, like I said, uh, Jason Tatum or Luka Doncic? See, I was looking at this one. This one's kind of tough for me. This one's yeah. a tough The first one is a tough one, but I'm going to have to go JT here. Not biased. Okay. JT. Stig? I'm, I'm taking Luka. Um, How come? As good of as a, a player Tatum is, I just – I think Luka's all around the better player. Um, just where they are now. Not to say Tatum won't pass, but yeah. like looking at him right now, I think Luka's the better player. He's just on a worse team. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take uh, Tatum because Tatum's two-way ability is a lot greater than uh, Luka's one-way ability, if that makes sense. Like, Luka's offense yeah. is elite. Luka has a chance to be the best offensive player. Maybe he's a bit of a liability. Like, yeah, just defensively he's a liability. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, or, I don't want to cut you off, Love, but I was no. going to mention saying uh, JT over Luka. Um, JT's just – I feel like he's imp- he's just been improving. Like, he's just yeah. been going up. And I feel like I've seen times where, you know, we've obviously seen, you know, Luca does crazy things. He averages a triple double at times, um, but not on winning teams, not on winning teams, which is, you know, obviously that's uh, not uh, those are, that's a, uh, what's it called? What's like the uh, word for stats that are, I'm forgetting the word, uh, oh, but um, like the intangibles, not, not intangibles, but like stats that don't like you get them for doing nothing. It's like the, the yeah. Harden, the Harden rebounds, like, Stat padding, yeah, man, stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, you could argue that Luca does that a lot, of course, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just think that JT JT's like, I want to say, complete and utter just explosion this season in terms of a defender, yeah. and even on the offensive end, like this year, he's just he's matured. I, I feel like he's playing like a like LeBron, like an old like you yeah. know what I mean. Like he's he's getting he's getting blocks in the defensive end. He's he's creating his own shot. No one's really no one can really stop him going to the rack. So I mean, you know. That's, I, I think I'd, right now I'd take JT over Luca, but Luca, respectively, is Luka, one of the better talents right now. Yeah, Luca can solve any defensive problem that he has. Like, offensively, he can solve any de- the problem that the defense gives him. Um, he yeah. just scores on everyone. There's no way mm-hmm. to guard him, but defensively, he takes a, he takes a break. Um, and then another thing is that Tatum's brought his team to the finals, and Luca mm-hmm. has not Luka left. Luca has not, yeah. I don't think he's been past the Western uh, Conference Finals. So. I would argue that Tatum didn't back, didn't carry that team to the final. I mean, don't get me wrong; he, he carried them there. He did a lot, but that that some Grant Williams stepped up, Al Horford yeah. stepped up, and a Grant lot Williams of those was games. up. Grant Williams Jaylen stepped Brown up for stepped one. Up. We can all agree yeah. it was a team effort. We all watched it. We can agree yeah. that it was a team effort. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I think both of those guys can be the best player on a championship team, so it's hard to yeah. argue. Um, yeah. And I think the two-way ability is probably what brings Tatum above Luka, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. I understand the Luka pick because he is – he will be a be- – he he might actually be right now, and he will be a better offensive player than Tatum. It's just the defense that uh, yeah. Luka lacks. Okay, next one is LeBron. TH, who do you take, LeBron or Tatum? Um, of JT, of course, right yeah. now. You know, if it was five years ago, six years ago, I'm taking LeBron. 
yeah. course, no, Austin. nobody in there, you know, it's LeBron, but you know, yeah, JT over LeBron. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm same. I just, LeBron's at the end of his career. I know he's yep. going to play three more years so he can play one year with Bronny, but um, I mean, he's still doing crazy things for a 36, seven year old. 38? Is he 38? That's ridiculous if he is. He's still, he's still an elite force for his, he's still yeah, LeBron. No, LeBron like, is still LeBron. He'll, he'll 37. Not be LeBron. He's still crazy. Yeah. But, Just like uh, how Shaq was Shaq for the like for until the end of his career, you know. Thirty-seven, but he's turning thirty-eight in twenty-eight days, December thirtieth. So he's yeah, about so, thirty-eight. I mean, I think oh, I dang. think that just really boils down to age. You know, such you a gotta, weird birthday, December thirtieth. Yeah, that, yeah, that is I, a weird. I, birthday. I would hate having my birthday in December. I don't know what. Yeah, December thirtieth. I, I, well, I have, my birthday is like at the end of May, like it's thirty-first. It's like a weird number too. Like I'm the only one that I know. Yeah. It was weird. Anyways, let's keep going. Sorry. Keep yeah, going. no, you're good. Um, no, no, that is a weird birthday. He's, he's almost a New Year's baby, which is weird. But yeah, no, I uh just completely agree on this one. Um, LeBron's a little too old right now. Uh, we're seeing him get these old injuries that are adding up. Um, frankly, he takes off on the defensive end, like in terms of takes takes off like plays. Uh, he left Nemhard wide open against the Pacers. Yep. That's how they scored and won. So. Um, yeah, I'll take Tatum with a two-way ability for sure. Um, the next player that we have is Jokic. Uh, TH, I'll give you this one. Uh, Jokic. Um, no, yeah. no knock, no knock to Tatum. Uh, but I mean, yep. There's there's a lot to say about Jokic's game. So, and I don't think, yeah. I think that a lot of people this year are writing him off because you know, voters fatigue for the MVP, mm-hmm. which I understand completely. Um, but there's still you still got to put respect on his name as a basketball player and i think just overall you know if i could you know if i could i'd have Jokic on the celtics you know what i mean yep. like that's just yeah no, just the bottom line so stay yeah. i completely agree i think he's one of the very few players that you can put him on any team yes um and he just makes it instantly better it doesn't matter what team he's on like getting rid of their starting center and starting him is instantly making your team better uh and I think the biggest thing for him is just his facilitating abilities. Um, mm-hmm. Tatum's great at facilitating the ball, but like to have someone that size be able to do what he's able to do um, and see the floor like he does. Uh, I've said it for years. I want to see Jokic and Luka uh, team up Me at too. some point in their career. That'd yeah. be a very just, cool um, team. Up. I think yeah. I think those two guys just would mesh so well. Yeah, that'd be. An I, ins- there's no way to stop that. Like offensively, from, in terms of yeah, like high book. You could you could run uh you could run fucking Jokic in the high post like you like you ran like you ran me and Seaton and it would still work. Exactly. You you throw you can throw it in the high post, dude, and he just like it, nobody could stop it. Like that's crazy. Yeah, you could but um shout out di- Seaton basketball. In the diabetic yellow uh um jersey, shout out Austin. Yeah. That's uh the, yeah, that would be all that would be a sight for sore eyes. Um yeah, no, I'm gonna take Jokic and you know, we're going to, we're going to all agree on this one as well. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of weird because I said, like I took Tatum because of his two way ability against Luca. But the thing is, Jokic is what, like four inches taller than Luca has is on par offensively. Maybe not. He's not as fast, even though Luca's relatively slow. He doesn't have like the footwork of Luca. Um, when he's penetrating, he does in the post and then his passing, I would argue is a little bit above Luca's, um, and then he obviously has the ability to rebound due to his size. Not, not that Luca doesn't rebound, but he's just four inches taller. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Jokic here. It's like you have 
I don't know. Jokic is just a unicorn. There's no other he's, comparison. He's one of the most complete basketball players I think the league yeah. has seen in a long the one, time. The one player I could compare him to is Arvidas Sabonis. Yeah. yeah, Arvidas Sabonis. Yes. But Arvidas, they they completely different time. It, it's just, yeah, it's like it's a, hard a, to compare. Yeah, yeah. Sabonis was like the blueprint. Baby or da- Father Sabonis was the blueprint for what Jokic is yeah. now. Um, like Demontis Sabonis could have been way better, but he's six yeah. eight, unfortunately. Yeah, like, and, um, you know. Exactly. And yeah, we'll never see another Jokic. He's my personal favorite player to, to watch in the NBA right now. Um, oh, he's up there. Yeah. And uh, definitely, yeah. his passes are just crazy. And it's, he takes off defense as well. Um, so that's like a thing. That's why I was saying it's a little weird to pick him again. But yeah, no, I think it's, if he's on a team where he's engaged, he'll t- he'll he'll be engaged. Awesome. Yeah. Um, OK, let's go to the next guy. Um, KD. Um, I'll I'll take this. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, um, Austin. I'm still I'm taking Durant. Um, yep. he's the most talented scorer the league has ever seen. Yep. Uh, at all three levels. Um, guys still playing really well. I hate the team that he's on, and I hate the way he carries himself and acts. Um, as a basketball player, he's undeniable, and um, I'm glad the Celtics didn't pick him up because it would have destroyed our team and it would have destroyed our chemistry, in my opinion. Yeah. But he is lethal at every part of the every part of the court. He gets steals. He's long. He'll block you. He'll chase you down, and he'll hit daggers like it's no one's business. Um, yep. So it's it's Durant for me. Yep. Th. Um, I I was a little bit on the fence. Um, in terms of just like thinking about right now, how like watching the Nets play, I would I would argue that KD's defense right now isn't what it was before. He's older. He's not trying as hard. Um, that's but he's all, on that's a team that doesn't give a fuck. Is it, thing. That, exactly that's like you know he's on a team that's not that doesn't it's not he's not on a team that's going to uplift him. You know, Royce O'Neal isn't going to yeah. uplift him and and encourage him. You know, like that's just yeah. so I I would take KD over or Jason Tatum right now for sure. Okay, so again we all agree KD. Yeah. I completely a thousand percent agree with Austin. He is he was my favorite player to watch. Granted, uh, I don't like watching Brooklyn anymore, so I don't enjoy watching him as much but kd by far is a complete unicorn just like Jokic, another one of my favorite players to watch um the best offensive player of our lifetime um i wasn't we weren't obviously we weren't around for like will and jordan and all that so we can and kareem so we weren't we can't really argue um with him against others we can only use like the stats but kd is a complete fucking unicorn um he takes over games he takes over series and yeah i think to me, uh, KD is kind of what uh, Tatum's trying to be right now, which is good. That's what we want him to be. Um, yes, Austin? I was actually going to say, I've been saying this for a while now. I look at Tatum um, and, like, projecting his career. Uh, I look at Tatum as, like, Pacers Paul George. Oh, okay. Yeah, with a two-way that's, ability. That's my comparison yeah. to him right now. Uh, pre-injury, obviously. Yeah, I mean, obviously. he came back pretty strong, but uh, and I hope the winning. I hope the winning is a lot different as well. Yeah, I mean, he was that well, Pacers actually, so team far, was mm, no, not so yeah. far. So far, they're kind of similar because Paul George took the Pacers to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I think what was it, 2011 or 2012? 12 and was 13, that the team I with think. Hibbert? And, yeah, uh, yeah, it was. The, that Forge was the Hill. team that, like 
Yeah, I yes. mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that was, Lance on Stevens. the off topic, that was a solid, Brogdon, was a solid team. I think Brogdon was on that team actually. A young rookie Brogdon might have been. No, on the, uh, the Brogdon's Brogdon. rookie year was on the uh, Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. Oh, you're right. You're right. Because 14. Yeah, you're right. It but, was uh, Jordan no Hill. That. You guys remember Jordan Hill? He was yes. on the Pacers. He yes. was on the Lakers as well. Yep. He, he was a journeyman. Yep. Next. Yeah, he's... He's the Knicks. Going back to that though, I um I really do hope Tatum kind of blossoms into that player because I think if Paul George never got injured. Uh, people would hold him a lot higher um, in their rankings because he was extremely talented on the offensive end, explosive, athletic, get to the hoop, still could shoot the three, um, and then still play defense, made plays, hustle plays that counted. So I've always just kind of put them in the same, yep, you know, style of play. So I hope he evolves more into that rather than Brandon uh, Ingram, Durant just because of the selfishness a little yeah. bit. But yeah, yeah. I, I've always had I've always had like KD, Brandon Ingram, and Tatum as like the kind of three. They're very similar to each other just because of length. Um, yep. I don't know if Tatum says, I think he grew. I, I don't think Tatum came into the league as big as those guys, but um, both those guys grew. Both those guys are probably closer to seven foot. Um, Tatum's definitely if, the more built, uh, like, I mean, muscle yeah, wise. Muscle out of wise. All three of them. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know if he's as tall, but his no, length he's is solid kinda, this year, like kind of thicker yeah. too. His yeah. wingspan seems to be the same. I mean, not the yeah. same as KD's, but similar to like Brandon Ingram. Yeah, he, he, right. he's got I, he's he's a tall he's a tall sob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, Stig, we'll start with you. This one's kind of weird. It's a little too quick for this one, but I threw him in just because I think he has potential. Um, and I think he can be the fourth guy in this list, and that's Paolo. And in, in terms of with uh, Brandon Ingram, KD, and um, Tatum, just in terms of length, uh, offensive ability, mm-hmm. uh. Stig, would you take Tatum right now or Paolo right now, knowing that probably Paolo has about four or five years until he hits his prime? Tatum's probably hitting his prime right now. So this is tough for me because I really like the way Paolo plays. Yeah. Um, And just with how the Celtics are now, like let's say we were to swap them right now. Uh, I'm just taking Tatum every time. Yeah. Um, you know, if you come back in three or four years and you ask me that same question, my answer might have changed. I think Paolo has a really, really bright future in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, his body, it, he's super gifted. I mean, he's had a great size, great athleticism. He seems like he understands the game well. Um, I haven't gotten to watch a lot of his games, so I don't know what his intensity is like. It's, uh, it's high. It is high? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Tatum, or I mean, no brainer Tatum right now, but I think if you're a different team, you're not the Celtics, you have a good wing, you have two good wings and you're looking for someone a little bit bigger, a little bit meatier. uh, I think a lot of other teams could take Paolo right now over Tatum, but being a Celtics fan, talking about the Celtics, it's Tatum. Like, yeah, and the thing that's weird about it is Orlando actually kind of follows, um, they're like a younger version of the Celtics with Franz and Franz and Paolo. Paolo, they kind of mimic um, Tatum and Brown in a in a sense. Uh, mm-hmm. They're actually uh, Franz is six. They're both six ten, so they're about depending on what Tatum actually is. I, I know he's listed at six eight. He looks bigger to me. He looks he looks closer, closer to, to six nine six ten. Yeah, I agree with that. Brown, I would say, is probably like the six, six seven four. to six eight. Oh no, Brown's Ooh. a little bigger. He's like six seven. Yeah. Yeah, Jalen Brown is six seven. He is. He is yeah, six, he's seven. listed at six seven. I know Smart's six four, even though he looks to me six two. The Devin Magic could have Booker the Magic could have four. probably he's bigger than Smart. The Magic could have Fultz, like Franz yeah. Wagner, Wagner Banquero, 
uh, Wendell Brenda Carter, Carter Jr., and Bobo. Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. If like he decides really, to stop writing yeah. books and play. Um, yeah. They have a bunch of guys. Um, they, there's more that we're missing. Cole Anthony. Um, so yeah, there's a bunch live. of guys. Yeah. Yo, you did? Uh, ter- right. I did. Jaylen I brushed shoulders with him one time. Jalen yeah. Suggs. Jalen Suggs. Terrence Ross. Yeah. He's really yeah. good. Terrence got, Ross got, is still playing for him. What an yeah. old head. Yeah, he's been there forever. Um, but yeah, no. So their team kind of mimics the Celtics a little bit, and I, I, yeah, I understand your like. It's a little too early to put Palo on this list, honestly. But we, I kind of liked just having the discussion about him. Uh, Th, how do you feel about that? Do you do you agree with uh, Stig? Oh yeah, no. I mean, I definitely think that Palo has some potential. Um, yeah, I do have a little concern where it comes to like you know injuries. I, you know, he had a concern with obviously that now it seems like he's been playing a lot. So. Um, just, you know, for, with a guy his size, his frame, the way he's moving, um, he's bound to get some some scrapes and bruises, and it really depends on how he uh, takes care of it. So I, I definitely mm-hmm. think that um, he has that potential to get to that level of being a guy who's top five, you know, in that conversation, you know. So he's yeah. he's there. He's not, not yeah. there yet, but he'll, 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 he'll maybe he'll get there. We'll see. Yeah. Um, we're going to – let's see. Uh, next one is Giannis. Uh, we also have – Wait, just real quick. We have Steph. Our, the rest of our list is um, <clears throat> Steph, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, John SGA. I'm going to cut John Donovan off, and I'm actually going to cut Steph off as well because they're point guards. I think that's, but I'm, I'm going to, although SGA is a point guard, he's also 6'9. So I'm going to keep him on. But we're going to start with you, Austin. Uh, Giannis or Tatum? I think this is a relatively easy one. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you're dumb to not say Giannis yeah. because yep. he's the second coming of Wilt Chamberlain or Shaq, mm. depending on how you want to look at it. it or um, a baby, a, a bastard child. Exactly. A bastard yeah. child. Um, Giannis, when he retired, if he retired now, would still be regarded as one of the NBA legends. So with him having eight to nine really solid years left. Yeah. Um, I think it's a no brainer. I mean, he's the best player in the league. And quite frankly, in my opinion, he's been the best player in the league for the last three years. Yep. And that's not a dig on Jokic. It's just, there's not a single thing that man can't do. And he is one of the most mentally aggressive people on the basketball court. I've seen. I love it. Yeah. And he's one of the most physically gifted. Uh, I completely agree. TH. I I completely agree as well. I mean, there's not Not much more to say. There is much more to say. If I could throw something in there real quick, I yep. wanted to talk about it when we were talking about Paolo. Let's say in a world in a world where there's no injuries, all right, injuries are completely gone, and yep. you're the Celtics management, you're given the option to trade Tatum to guarantee that you get Victor Wembenyana. Are you doing it? No. Oh wait, no. victories. Wait, victories are are not guaranteed. Victory. There's injuries. No there's a injuries. world a world of no injuries. He's never going to get hurt. I would trade. I would trade Brown. You can't. It's Tatum for Wembenyana. Yeah, the 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 Magic wouldn't take Brown for Wembenyana. I don't even yeah. think they'd take Tatum for Wembenyana. Victor's, no, Victor's it's like, it's like a hypothetical, to, basically. Yeah, yeah Victor's saying, projected if, to go to Detroit. Fuck, dude. That's such a hard question, actually. Fuck. I'd dude. still say I'd still I keep I keep Tatum. Fuck, that's such a hard question because Wembenyama could actually be a mixture of Giannis and KD. And um, Tatum, or I well, if it's no injuries, I guess I would have to take him because, like, 
If there's no injuries, then Al Horford is playing forever. So well, that no, means it's just no injuries to Victor, I guess, would be the scenario. Right. So it's like it's like in a like people yeah. aren't getting injured. So he's gonna play. It's he's not a what if. He's not gonna get injured preseason like Chet. He's he's going to play. He's literally he's literally like He's what Bull Bull is now, but with defense, like an elite defensive presence, and he has more fr- weight on his frame than Bull Bull. I guess he can somehow take, take leaning threes off one foot. Yeah, I kind of have to take Victor on this one, unfortunately. We don't have to go crazy into it. I just, it was a kind of a food for thought thing, you know? Dude, that's such a good question. I, I'm going to have to take Victor. TH takes Tatum. Stig, who do you take? I'm a bastard. I'm taking Victor, dude. Yeah, I, I love Tatum. I've got dude. a lot of faith in him. Not in real life. I, I wouldn't pray take he Victor. doesn't get injured. I really do. I really do. I don't. I completely 100% agree. Um. Okay. Moving on. Next. Next one is uh Devin Booker, who just had a 50 point game. That's his like second 50 point game. Well, he had a 60 point game, so obviously over 50. Um. He's actually killing it on the two way, and um, I'm a huge fan. I call him uh, six foot six Tatum because that's what he is, in my opinion. Um, Th, we'll start with you. How do you feel about? Would you take Devin Booker or Tatum? Um, I'd st- I, I'm taking Tatum, um, just because of the recent, or I mean, all, not even recent, just past performances in the playoffs where it matters. Um, you know, he, I think he dropped that sixty-one or whatever point game his career high, very early in his career, and still, I mean. You know, we he we can we know he can score. That's that's obvious. But um, I don't really I don't think he has that drive to win. Nor I mean, you you've been saying it or you said it. Yeah, he's improving on the the, the other end of the of the court playing defense. But uh, I don't know. I still don't think that. I'd still take Tatum over now, over Devin Booker for sure. I argue that it wasn't him. I think he tried his hard. At, I mean, I know he looked like shit. Well, okay, Tatum looked like shit in the finals as well. Devin yeah. Booker looked like shit last year. Mm-hmm. They both of those guys are coming back better than ever. So they kind of mimic each other. That's all. That, that's just what I'm putting out there. Stay. Yeah, no, I, 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 I yeah. can see why. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Yeah. Austin. Awesome. Tatum. Tatum. I, Fair. um, I've never been a believer in Booker. Um, I, I think he's a fraud. Sorry. I think he's a fraudulent winner. Um, the Suns come in with a crazy record it felt like three years straight and just can't perform in the playoffs I don't know if it's just Paul I don't know if it could be Booker whatever it is I just I think Tatum is more gifted genetically he's bigger I don't know if he's faster but he's he's bigger he's stronger um and I I think he's more complete on the only edge I will give to Booker is he's got to be one of the most explosive scorers in the league. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a great talent to have, but he's not wildly consistent with it. Like Rockets, James Harden was extremely consistent. I feel like I see it on ESPN, you know, once every couple of weeks, Oh, Devin Booker had 40. Oh yeah. He had 60, which is great, but it's not super consistent. And I think you need that consistency. And especially with Tatum this year, giving you like, 20 i think he's averaging 26 points a game like 28 or something is it i i got it right here he's averaged 31.6 he's second in the league yeah 31.6 second in the league so i mean is sga averaging the most right now no he was at one point it's all over the place right now this is the year with the most guys averaging over um 
So, so Shy is third with 31 1. Uh, Steph is, wait, hang on. Is that the wrong list? What's okay? So, I'm sorry. So, it goes Shy, Tatum, and then Luca. Luca's averaging 30, oh, 30, 33. So, yeah. not Tatum's not far behind. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, that's yeah. Devin Booker's fucking awesome. Um, I agree. It's like, he's, he's Tatum, but two inches smaller. Um, going real quick and then we'll take a break. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander or, um, Tatum. This one actually gets hard because Shea is, um, six foot nine. He's obviously averaging more than Tatum right now. Um, he has the assists, maybe more, maybe a better passer than Tatum. I would argue, um, he holds up defensively, uh, Austin, we'll start with you. Shea or Tatum? Sure. Um, again, I think Tatum's the better player. Uh, and I think a big thing that people underestimate is Tatum's a more marketable player. Yeah. Like he's extremely marketable. Shy Gilgis is – I feel like you don't see a ton of him, um, like, in bigger news outlets. Uh, so I, I'm still going to go Tatum. But I do think that in the next two or three years, people are going to put respect on SGA's name. Like they give jaw, like they give Tatum. So yeah. Good pick TH. Um, I still, I would still take Tatum over SGA. Um, you know, SGA, like Stin said, he's, he's a great player. Um, I agree with the marketing. Um, Tatum's definitely a lot more marketable of a player, uh, but SGA in his own right, he's been explosive this year um, compared to what he's been doing before. But, I think that Thunder team is it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, develop. They're very young. They got draft picks. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take Tatum just because of the winning aspect at this point. That's kind of what brings them apart, in my opinion. Sure. They're very close. Um, yeah. Shay is Shay's a fucking unicorn in his own right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you can't really toss that phrase around, but with the way the NBA is, like, you have a lot. There's of a lot there. of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, yeah, we'll I think he's got Shea. a good look at MIP. Yes, I completely agree with that. There's a it, that's an interesting race actually because there's a lot of guys that can kind of get in that. But um, <clears throat> all right, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna do a Darius Garland, um, would you rather? Because that's an interesting pick. But yeah, we'll be right back after we take a quick break. Okay, we're back. Um, we're gonna be talking about uh Darius Garland versus various um guards in the NBA. Uh, we're gonna be continuing our would you rather. Darius Garland, um, just to recap, he's in Cleveland. Obviously, um, they got rid of Colin Sexton, and that sort of has unlocked Darius Garland. They brought in Donovan Mitchell, obviously. And what I've noticed from Darius Garland is that he's a pretty obvious um, pass-first point guard, and he is so good at just passing the ball around. He's being a true point guard, and he's also scoring the ball relatively well. But I think Donovan Mitchell is a perfect teammate for him. Um I think this Cleveland team is optimized right now. They're just a little young and they're going to, I think they need to upgrade that like Karis Levert, Dean Wade spot. And then Isaac Okoro, Karis Levert, Dean Wade uh, guard spot, guard forward spot. I think once they do that, they'll be um, honestly championship ready within a couple of years. It's going to take like a year or two, maybe three, just for everyone to hit their prime and be um, the best versions of themselves. So that's the long way of saying that we think Darius Garland is an elite player. Um, and now we're going to run through some would-you-rathers with Darius Garland and other players, other guards throughout the league and see who we would rather take. So, starting off, TH, we'll start with you. Um, Darius Garland or De'Aaron Fox? Um, I'm definitely taking Darius Garland. Um, 
not like a hate on uh, Darren Fox type of thing with Darius Garland. Just <clears throat> this year has showed how elite he is as a ball as a as a ball handler, passer, passer, scorer, defender, like everything. I mean, he's just exploded um, as a basketball player in total. And I mean, give credit to Darren Fox; he's been doing a really good job this year too. Um, the Kings have had a couple. I think they've had they had a win streak, like four or five games, yeah, something like that. Um, I mean, that's obviously rare for the Kings. Um, wow, Caleb Martin just dunked on Horford. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I Darius Garland over Darren Fox, um, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Austin, yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking at their stats right now. Um, I'm taking, I am taking Garland too. Um, I prefer to watch De'Aaron Fox play, actually. I really like watching him play, but Garland seems to be a pretty clear cut above him right now. Um, and I I don't want to attribute that all to the team that he's on, but I think – I know you said it. They're extremely optimized. I think he is in the perfect system for himself right now. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's going to that's gonna take a player way farther than any other thing could – being in a system that's really good for him. So Darius Garland, definitely for me, but I do think it's pretty close. And I hope De'Aaron Fox gets out of his current situation and gets somewhere where he can be a little bit more himself. Yeah. So you're right. It is close. Um, Looking at the stats, Darius Garland, 22.8 points per game, eight assists, um, 1.3 steals, and then 2.3 rebounds. De'Aaron Fox is 24 points. Um, 1.1 1.1 steals, a half a block, six assists, almost five rebounds. Um, and then also Darius Garland's on 3.4 turnovers. Darren Fox is on 2.6 turnovers. So like relatively similar, similar stats. Obviously, um, Darren Fox is making up for the lack of assists with rebounding and a little bit more scoring. Um, to me, I'm taking Darius Garland, one, because he's younger. Two, I actually think Darren Fox is in a good situation. He actually is better with Sabonis than he is with Halliburton because um, as we're going to get to Halliburton later in this list, actually Tyrese Halliburton is obviously a very um, good passer, probably a pass first guy with just looking at his stats and watching him play. And I think that takes a lot away from De'Aaron Fox, who although is not a pass first player, um, he is a good facilitator and he works well with, with uh, Sabonis. I think he works much better with Sabonis than uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Darius Garland just because he's a little bit younger and I think he's on like I think I just think he's he's scoring 22 points but like with ease if that makes sense. Like Darren Fox, you can tell he's trying to score those 24 points. Um Darius Garland is a little bit more easygoing, a little bit more focused on the pass obviously and uh he's still scoring 22 points. So to me, I think that's his, why his game seems a little more fluid. Yes, exactly. And those rebounds don't really worry me because he's playing on a team with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, two of the best rebounders in the league. So um, yeah, those rebounds he need to be crashing the boards. Yeah, exactly. Job, like, so. like with Darren Fox, he's playing with like, he doesn't really have any necessary, like he doesn't necessarily have any bigs, like his starting lineups, like Casey Akpala and DeMontis Sabonis, who obviously aren't like massive rebounders compared to uh, Jared Allen and Mobley. So, yeah, I, I think we're in a, agreement on this one. Um, next one, Tyrese Halliburton. So we already are bringing him up pretty quickly. Uh, Austin, we'll start with you. Tyrese Halliburton, Darius Garland. Um, again, it's Garland for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think 
most of the time that I'm pick Garland is just I'm so happy with the situation that he's currently in. I don't think that he would be performing to the same level if he was on a different team. Um, Halliburton, great player, but it, it's still Garland for me. I just his his all around ability is. It seems like it seems like his ability to do everything. Um, he's more competent doing everything than a lot of other people are doing one or two things pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I like his, you know, ability to be diverse on the floor more than yeah. Halliburton's. That's fair. Th. Uh, I mean, yeah, basically exactly what Stone said. I'll take Garland over uh, Halliburton. Um, I mean, Halliburton's a great player. He showed. I mean, his offensive skills is is really good. Um, the way he passes the ball, uh, just the I don't know. The, he he. I don't. He reminds me of. I don't want to say. Like, I'm not going to say Kobe Bryant, obviously. Right? Like, I'm not going to say that he reminds me of Kobe, like. But the way he played, like the way he just. I don't. I don't know. It's like Kobe. I guess if that makes sense, not 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 as not as electric, but I'll still take Darius Garland just just right now, um, surely based off the fact that you know, like Stin said, uh, situation he's in Cleveland, he's playing on a winning team as opposed to you know, the Pacers are are, are a decent young team. Don't get me wrong, but um, I just think that I think there's a difference when a player is playing on a winning team, like their mentality versus you know when you're, I mean. Even as an NBA player, you you know that your team isn't going to go far. Like, I mean, the Pacers can do all right. Obviously, uh, they have good play. They have good youngsters, and uh, you know they could win uh, some games. But they're not going to. They're obviously not going to. You know, they're not ring chasing. But I think that Cleveland could make their way deep into the playoffs. Probably. I mean, I, it 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 it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But uh, Garland over Halliburton. Sure. Yeah, I'm actually gonna uh, disagree with you guys. I I'm gonna take Halliburton. Um, just reading off his stats real quick. Um, 2.6 turnovers, 19.3 points, uh, 11.2 assists, um, 4.6 rebounds, and one almost two steals. Um, Halliburton was on a 40 assist to zero turnover uh, ratio. He had ter- two turnovers against Sacramento, um, like on Thursday. Yeah, on Wednesday, rather. So he broke that streak. But um, to me, uh, Tyrese has a little bit more upside. He doesn't have the shooting ability of uh, Garland right now, but he's younger, and I think he can grow into that. He's he's like he's not much younger. Um, actually, they might be the same age, honestly. Um, they're around the same age. But uh, t- to me, like the facilitation, I think if you plug Tyrese in there with Garland uh, – or instead of Garland, he might, uh, Donovan might actually even be optimized even more, which I know is kind of a catch 22 to say optimize even more because optimize means top of your potential. But, um, like with the facilitation that, um, Tyrese brings with those 12 assists, he's doing it with teammates that obviously aren't up to the Cleveland Cavaliers, like team standard. Um, I, I like him a lot and he's a little bit bigger. Uh, then Garland, like Garland's around six one. Tyrese probably in the, um, well Tyrese is about six five, one eighty five. So he's a little bit bigger, which I I tend to take the bigger player, um, just because they hold up a little bit better. And I, I'm a big fan of Tyrese Halliburton. I think I think they're equally as smart, to be honest with you. Um, and I think they'll have like I, I think their careers are going to be similar. Um, so it is a very hard pick. 
Um, the next pick or the next question we have is Jordan Poole or Darius Garland. We can go kind of quick on this one. Uh, TH, who do you take, Jordan Poole or Darius Garland? Darius Garland. Darius Garland. Uh, I don't really Steve. need that much of an explanation, but yeah, yeah. Darius Garland. Austin? I'm sorry. I was dealing with something else. Do you mind uh, <laughs> uh, repeating that? Uh, Jordan Poole or Darius Garland? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, with no statistical basis, I'm going to take Jordan Poole. Really? He's actually one of my favorite players. Um, not because of his skill in the basketball court, but uh, his media presence and the talk around him. Uh, I, I just like him as a player and I like watching him. And the, the other thing that he has going for him is he's shown that he can step up in really important times. Yeah. That for me goes an extremely long way. Not to mention he's been to the NBA finals. He's got some credentials to that. Um, really it boils down to experience, I think. Um, but I am going to take pool in this. Yeah. Um, to me, I'm taking uh, Darius Garland. Jordan pool has had an all time bad plus minus. Um, I know that's not a great metric, but at one point in the NBA, he was, he had the worst plus minus. I think right now he's in the eighties. He was like my minus um, 89 or something like that. Um, I think he hasn't been the same since the Draymond punch. He took a shot in the mouth the other night from Dinwiddie. That was pretty brutal. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, that Warriors roster has not looked outstanding. Yeah. On the road Steph this Curry year, just looks like he's just on the road this year specifically, but um, in general, I think you just you you just kind of have to be worried about that Warriors team because in three or four years they're going to be very old. And people don't realize that, but Steph's getting old. Draymond's been old for years, like kind of time to pass the torch. And I'd be really excited to see Poole take over that team. I, I I really do like him as a player. Yeah, I like him too. I just, I'm looking at his field goal percentage. It's down, it's down from 44.8 to 41.5, um, mm. down three point percentage, 36.4 down to 30 and a half field uh, free throw percentage, 92.5 to 84 and a half or sorry, 84.2. Usually that wouldn't matter to me, but both, it looks like he peaked uh, statistically so far in the four years he'd been in the league. The last two were his peaks. Um, recently, mm-hmm. he's just been in a tough kind of spot. He's gone down in basically every statistical from the last two um, seasons. He's gone down in basically every statistical margin except for free throws. He's or sorry, turnovers. He's gone up in turnovers. Um, Which is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> And he was playing, you have to remember, he's playing for a contract. So um, that happened to coincide with his finals visit. So I, I just don't know how much I trust him, but I understand wh- why you're high on him because he is a very good player. Um, I would just take Darius Garland over him right now. Um, Darius is a smarter player. Jordan Poole doesn't play a lick of defense. Not that Darius Garland plays the most defense, but he this plays This is more. true. No, I mean, you're completely right. Jordan's like a liability on defense. It's bad. But, um, okay, next player. Um uh, we're gonna t- let's go quick on these ones. Uh, Trey Young, it will be the next one. Austin, how do you feel, Trey Young or Darius Garland? Sure, I'm taking Trey Young. I hate the guy. Uh, extremely yeah. talented scorer. Um, he got snubbed out of the All Star pickings. Uh, guy's an absolute sniper and he controls games. However, I did watch the Hawks 
get absolutely pieced up. I forget who they who they were playing, but they came from back from like a twenty-something point deficit. It was embarrassing. Um, but I am taking Trey Young. I think he's he's up there with Ja. He's up there with Luca. If you consider him a point guard, as that next generational point guard. So yeah. I, I think he's truly a cut above the rest. Yeah, he's at twenty-seven point eight points right now. Um, nine point six assists, almost three ra- rebounds. So. Pretty crazy stats. On a not great Hawks team, too, in my opinion. No, they should be better with uh, Murray and Collins. And I'm all surprised. They're... Well, they have a lot of weird pieces that don't really fit. Um, TH, who are you taking? Garland or uh, Travis? Um, <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm just going to take Darius Garland surely off the fact that I don't think Trey Young can play defense really yeah. that well. Um, I think that Darius Garland makes up for that. And, you know, Trey Young obviously is a crazy scorer. Don't get me wrong, but you need to be more than just a crazy scorer to be able to win, you know, the games that matter. And, you know, I think that, you know, in retrospect, the Cavs have a lot better chance, not even just like, I mean, you know, they have two completely different rosters, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Darius Garland over uh, Trey Young for sure. Like they're so okay. My thought is they're obviously different. Like I think Trey Young's peaks are going to be a lot higher than uh, Darius Garland's. That being said, if I'm taking someone who I want on my team, I'm going to take Darius Garland over Trey Young. And a huge part of that is Trey Young is a guy that his um, offensive ability is like commanding that you build a team around him. And I did obviously like last or two episodes ago of the Lovecast, we did I did the sustainability of heliocentrism which basically just goes into how 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 well teams that have <clears throat> a player with like over 30% usage rate um how well they did let's um go listen to that episode obviously but kind of break it Great down episode. thank you um none of those guys made it past none of those teams made it past the conference finals of either west or east um with a player over 30% in there as like over 30% usage as their like best player Um, examples include like Kobe Bryant led Lakers Westbrook led thunder and rockets. Um, There was like a DeMarcus cousins, Sacramento Kings year in there. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, because of that, I just think like Trey young can't be your focal point of your team um, due to his high usage rate. And, and uh, my argument was that it's not really fun to play with him. Um, just like it's probably not fun to play with Luco. You're just sitting there watching them play like that. Um, I think although Trey Young is clearly a better player than Darius Garland, I would rather have Darius Garland on my team as a better connector piece. Um, if you think of a faucet, Darius Garland's that little like fucking elbow piece that kind of splits you off into three ways. Trey's that little cap. He kind of caps you at what you can do. So I'm taking a Darius Garland every time. Um, uh, we'll we'll uh, Let's do one more. And then we'll um, cut it because we had for uh, just, you know, we had Damian Lillard, Kyrie, Jamal Murray, and Fred Van Fleet. I think, honestly, um, the one I want to hear about is uh, Kyrie. Will you guys take uh, Darius Garland or Kyrie? We'll start with you, TH. Kyrie, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, just sheerly based off of um, – Like, I, I, like even I, like all, all the off the court stuff we all know. He's not a, he's not a likable guy. I guess you could say, yeah, uh, fan wise. Um, but 
if we're just talking sheer basketball, I don't really think that in terms of point guards, even right now, like, you know, I, you could say Darius Garland is a comparable uh, ball handler, but I don't mm-hmm. think that, you know, I, I still think that if you, you know, say you, you put Kyrie back in the, the cap now, I still think they're pre- a pretty successful team. Um, mm-hmm. Probably just as successful as they would be right now. Um, but I know that, you know, the whole stuff with the Celtics didn't work out. That exploded. But I think there was a lot of different reasons for that, too. Not just Kyrie, but um, other other pieces. But I, I, I do I – would, I would take Kyrie over Darius Garland. Yeah. Yeah. Austin? So, I'm looking at their stats right now. Um, I'm going to tell you right now I'm taking Darius Garland. And the biggest thing for me is games played. <laughs> yes. That's so Kyrie Irving in his last, uh, not including 2022, in his last three years, so 21 to 19, played 49, about 103 games. Meanwhile, in Garland's last three seasons, again, excluding 22, played 60, 120, 170, about 182 games. Yeah. So there's a huge discrepancy in games played. And if you're looking at their stats um, – more in the past two years than the three Garland and Kyrie, pretty similar in points, pretty similar in field goal percentages, pretty similar in assists. Uh, actually, I think Garland uh, assists 8.1. He's got more assists than Kyrie actually. So based on that, I, I'm going to take Garland, but obviously if you're looking at it from a skills perspective, Kyrie is one of the most talented guards that, I think the league's seen in a long time with his dribble, with his shot, with his ability to finish. So while Kyrie being the more talented player, I am going to take Garland. He's more consistent. And I think consistency is a big thing because you look at people like Zion and you're like, wow, when he's on the court, he's phenomenal, but he's playing a third of a season. And I'd rather a guy that does really good play five, sixth of the season than someone that's amazing play a third. So I 100% agree. Um, is there a metric on there for amount of fines over the last, like, three years? Because I'm sure Kyrie's up there as well. Um, a lot. Yeah. I, I can't see, but I know I know Kyrie's been suspended at least – I was going to say Kyrie's been suspended at least twice in his past two years. So. Yeah. Yeah, purely with the off-the-ball – I mean, not off-the-ball, off-the-court stuff. You got to take Darius Garland here. Um, you've never had an issue with him. Kyrie obviously is a very polarizing figure. I think, um, just to put it like lightly, uh, you have to question whether or not he even wants to play basketball every year, which is not something you want in a player that you're investing as much money as you are uh, investing mm-hmm. in Kyrie and Darius Garland. Um, obviously, Kyrie has maybe the best handles we've ever seen in the game. Um, And at one point, he had the best layup package uh, we've ever seen in the game. Um, I can't stop thinking about how bad he was in that Celtics series against when they played Brooklyn, these playoffs. He was just downright bad after that first game. Um, I I would much rather – I'm a big locker room guy. Like, I'm a big guy that that is built – like, focuses on team building rather than – like, I think you can – I like the teams that are built – that maybe are lacking like one major star, but are built like I liked Spurs guys, if that makes sense. Like I like those Spurs teams um, that won 
you know, they didn't have, obviously they had like Kawhi and like way back in the day they had Tim Duncan, but those guys weren't your average star. And I think personality is a way for you to build a dynasty. Um, Golden State's another example. Like, although Steph Curry is one of the best players of all time, it's his personality that's the reason that they're um, a dynasty because they were able to mesh so well. Steph really doesn't have um, – he's really humble, and he's a good teammate. Um, there's a reason why Kyrie's been on, like uh, – he's just been all over the place and, you know, hasn't been on necessarily successful teams after his – He's kind of just living off of that finals uh, three-point shot that, you know, he hit to win. Um, it's kind of what he's been living off of for a while. So, yeah, I'm taking Darius. Long story short, like, I'd 100% rather have that that guy in my locker room than Kyrie, who is sort of a black hole with um, the locker room. He, he's he's destroyed teams. He, he destroyed the Celtics. He's destroyed the Nets so far. Um, he helped destroy the Cavs, so... Hundred thousand percent. I'm gonna take uh, uh, Darius Garland over Kyrie. But yeah, this was a fun episode. This was um a fun exercise. We'll be back next week. We're gonna be talking about uh, different NBA topics. It's good to get this show up and running again. It's been a lot of fun with you guys. And yeah, stay tuned if you're interested in uh, NBA content, um, NBA nerd stuff. We're definitely the guys for that. So stay tuned. Also, guys, um, you know it's it's so fun to hop on here and you know talk to your talk to your friends about sports it's it what it's what brings a lot of people together but uh um, at the end of the day you should also remember always reach out to your buddies um you know it's great to laugh and smile with them but you never know what's going on behind the scenes uh and recently uh a lot of people have been you know leaving our lives uh which is terribly sad and you know you never want to hear it so you know if you've made it to the end just you know maybe think of reaching out to someone that you care about and just tell them you love them because you never know when you're going to lose them. So, yeah, uh, beautifully said by um, Austin there. Yeah, just hug your loved ones. Uh, yeah, and our, you know, our heart goes out to everyone that's been uh, affected by this stuff. Uh, it's tough, and um, we hope that this is a safe, sp- safe place. And uh, yeah, it's it's tough out there. We know. And um, yeah, beautifully said by Austin. Uh, thank you all for listening. That's going to wrap for us at the Boston Three Party here. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Thank you.